0: Today we'd like to welcome to the podcast, Nora Abel. Did I say that uh-huh. right? Okay, good. <laughs> she is the found owner founder of Revenue Tribe and started the company over six years ago. Nora has given her life to help business owners know who they are, what matters most to them, they do what they do, and what is actually stopping them from walking in the fullness of that place of purpose. Thank you for not giving me huge words, because <laughs> I can't read loud. Stupid, simple, stupid. Thank you for
1: coming, Yeah, on. thanks for having I'm me. So I'm so excited to, to be here. I love
0: it. I love it. So the first question is always the same. Yeah. Uh, what was your first job?
1: Oh my gosh, my first job was like, are we going first job back in... Junior high, high school, or like first job uh, after Whatever. college? All of the above. Well, <clears throat> I did uh, babysitting, and I worked in a printing shop when I was in junior high and high school. But my first job was when I moved out to Colorado, and I worked at the Marriott. Oh,
0: what did you do at the Marriott?
1: So uh, I was the assistant to the uh, uh, operations manager uh, cool. to the hotel. So the hospitality industry was my first
0: Ah. My first
1: exposure, which I actually ended up doing a little bit more of later on in my career uh, in the hospitality industry. But, yeah, that was my first at the Marriott. Huh, dealing no with people. Dealing with people. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah.
0: It was fun. <laughs> I always ask that question because <clears throat> it's always kind of dovetails into what people do now. Right? Yes. Uh-huh. You know this because you ask those questions, I right? Do. <laughs> um so why did you move to Colorado how did you get here so my uh
1: you're from Iowa right yeah I'm originally from Iowa and I went to uh about a year and a half of junior college and it just was like I just didn't like feel I just didn't feel like college was for me I had no understanding of why I didn't have I didn't know where I was going I didn't know what I wanted to study and it just felt like a waste and so my sister lived in Colorado uh, with her husband and I just uh, decided to move, and a couple girlfriends of mine from Iowa moved with me. We got an apartment, and I actually just been in Colorado ever since. I yeah, love that. I so, love those suitcase and a
0: prayer. Yeah, that's <laughs> all it
1: was. We just got all of us in a little teeny car and off we went to Colorado, not knowing anything of what we were going to do. But yeah, life has led me. That is really
0: cool. And you've been here ever since. Yep. Never leaving. Nope. All right. So you've been working with business owners for a long time.
1: Yes. Um, Like first 15 years of my career was just kind of working with them in the advertising and marketing Mm -hmm. uh, aspect of things. So work for Yellow Pages and radio. And um, really, that was the first 15 years of really understanding how business owners, you know, represented themselves and how to help them bring out the best in themselves and advertising and marketing and Um, And then I went into creating business groups in the hospitality industry and also commercial real estate brokerage industry. Um, And then that was probably about a 10 year stint where just helping business owners understand, you know, who they are, who the person is that actually works with their specific client and how you do more business together than you can apart. So it was, it's always kind of been around that. It's always been a kind of like, who are you? What makes you valuable? What Mm -hmm. makes you unique? And then how do we represent that to represent your marketing and creating your strategic partners? Mm -hmm. So that was the bulk of my career. Um, and, 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 you know, how I ended up uh, doing what I'm doing now. I love it. Yeah
0: so you did business development for Crankston group which I did. we talk about all the time here because Good. A lot of Yay, people Crankcent. <laughs> yes we love it yeah um so what was that experience like helping you know bring people into three to five and
1: right well uh well when I started working with uh, Chuck Blakeman and three to five club he we well, actually he didn't have three to five club at that time but he had this incredible principle about how to create business you know from a place of your why mm-hmm. and um, I had owned two of my own businesses at that point and Had never really heard that concept before. And so um, he was the first one that opened my eyes that you could actually do business from a place of your why, Mm -hmm. from a place of what mattered most to you. And so it was really really great helping him create the communities uh, of three to five to bring these business owners together to really um, do that together, Mm -hmm. really understand what was important to them and then how to create businesses together from a place of community. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I love it. Yeah.
0: It's always good. It's yeah, just my three to five people are my are my people. Yes, they are. So, what prompted you to start Revenue Tribe?
1: So, I think the biggest part of it was that I just kept seeing uh, these business owners, hundreds of them that we had brought into three to five. I just kept seeing them bump into um, either not like really being completely connected to their why, mm-hmm. or like not accomplishing what mm-hmm. you know what was most important to them. Never really seeing them get there, not get, like accomplishing their their strategic plan and their goals. And I just, after a while, I just, I, you know, I'm one of those that if I don't understand it, I can't sell it. Mm-hmm. If I don't see the end result is going to get them. And I just was like, what's, what what's within me mm-hmm. that I need to explore a little deeper and um, that I felt like God was asking me to like really step into and understand what I was created to help people solve. So um, I just kind of stepped away from three to five and took three months uh, with a friend of mine and we just really um, sought God to go like what what's what's going on why aren't these people r- accomplishing what they really want in their life what's stopping them from accomplishing mm-hmm. that why aren't they connected completely to their their vision and their purpose and uh, that's really where this work with birth um, was was that place of just asking for the keys and um, understanding, like, oh my gosh, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what started. That's why I started my own business. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. your tribe mm-hmm. And so what? So you were tra- you help people find their unique contribution.
0: Yep. And their values around that.
1: Yes. In a nutshell, yes. Yeah.
0: And so, but how do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like kind of woe sounding. Um, and having been through said workshop, said you workshop, know, yeah. How yeah. do you boil that down for people? You know, how do you how do you get
1: there? So it's a good good question. I would say the fundamental part of the first part of the workshop, it's kind of broken down into two segments, but the first fundamental part of the workshop is really understanding um that we have two core belief systems that run our life on any given day Mm -hmm. and uh if you can imagine the root systems of a tree Mm -hmm. instead of having one root system you have two root systems if one root system is what creates the good fruit in our life and the other creates the bad fruit in our life Mm -hmm. then it would be important to know that if we wanted more good fruit Mm -hmm. that it's not necessarily going to be figuring out how to hire or how to have the right county numbers or mm-hmm. how to mm-hmm. you know cr- do the correct strategic plan if you really understand at the core of what creates the the good fruit then probably you should be doing more of that mm-hmm. and so this the same the same applies to if the bad fruit in your life a lot of times we'll sit there and talk about all the stuff that happens in business and that we don't understand and why can't we have this and i was one of those i was like you know at at one point in time i had nine employees And it was just like, I cannot do this. I can't manage. I'm not a great, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was it was just a matter of understanding that my limiting belief really had stood in my way. Uh, The bad the bad route, Mm -hmm. which I call limiting belief of stopping me from having what I really wanted most in uh, in my business. And so. I kind of knew what my why was a little bit little bit when I first started this. I kind of knew that it was all around family. I'm from a family of eight brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. and we are really, really close. And I love my family. I love my daughter. I love my grandkids and my son-in-law. Mm-hmm. And it's I love family. So I, business has always been that to me. It's always been community. It's always mm-hmm. been family. But I never knew what stopped me. From actually producing that to the extent I knew it could in business and in my own life. And so this work helps you identify both. It helps you identify what matters most to you. Chalk calls it why I call it purpose. I call it your foundational belief, your vision, what matters most to you. And then what's the limiting belief that is opposing belief that's going to stop you from getting that. Cause both of them are part of your purpose. So that first part is really understanding what are your two core beliefs that are birthed from a place of blessing and a place of pain. Mm-hmm. So when you know those, both those places, mm-hmm. those places both really help identify your place of purpose Um, and what matters most to you. So then at that point, we just kind of start creating processes around doing more of what matters most to you and really pinching off and doing less of that limiting belief, (laughs) which by the way, audience, I'm not sure if you know this, but my limiting belief is that I'm not worth being seen or heard. So I'm just telling you right now (laughs) that I'm here because I trust this girl (laughs) because I'm pushing past that limiting belief Uh that I'm actually able to be seen and heard. And in that, I get to be part of family and community.
0: Yeah, and you were saying I'm, I'm I've gotten past the the heard part more than the scene part?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
0: we're working on your scene. Yeah, part. <laughs> yeah. So I
1: can be heard. I've done a lot of podcasts, but the scene and heard, that's a that's a big one. So yeah.
0: anyway, I think it's a big one for a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I love it. So yeah, so that's the first part is really understanding your your place of vision. Vision is where you're going, what matters most to you and how you're going, you know, how you're going to get there. You got to know what matters most to you. And once you get that, then it starts informing your business like no other. It's the fuel. It's the passion. It's why you get up in the morning. Um, And it tells you the center of your what, how to build a strategic plan. It tells you how to hire. It tells you how to create culture. Mm -hmm. Um, It informs so many aspects of business. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's like when I found that for myself, it was like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's why I create all these communities. Mm -hmm. That's why I did that. But conversely, I also found out. That within building these communities, I didn't think I was worth having it myself. Mm-hmm. So once I really saw that this work has really transformed so many people because they get both languages. So part of that is that. And then the other part is the um, understanding that once you understand what matters most to you, then how are you going to walk that out in the world? How are you going to create um, and what's, what's the tactical aspects of what you carry that helps you actually apply that and create that and manifest that in your life? around you so those are the two aspects of the workshop in general i love it that's a lot that's a lot of information but
0: (laughs) (laughs) it was yeah you you thoroughly answered my next question oh wait i did yeah that's fine what was it um i said um how do you help people understand what they are getting from their what your work what your workshops and what they're tangibly going like, to walk away with. Got it. That was my next question. Okay. So you completely answered that. All right. Awesome. That's cool. See? See? You're just, we're just, I'm we're just, just on the level. We're good. Um. So can you actually tell us like a story or two about like how people have um, like a client or two that has been able to achieve after they, what they've been able to achieve
1: after working with you? What, what, is is a cho- what does achieve mean? What the result is, or yeah, what, what their
0: result has been from yeah. you know doing your workshops, walking this out, living this out, living this out. How that, has how has how that changed their lives and their businesses? Um,
1: I'll, I'll answer on a couple levels from a couple people, then I'll ask you. Okay, since you did the workshop, yeah, I did do okay, the I workshop. We're you. doing the work on yeah, the workshop. So. Right. <laughs> um, I think the biggest one of the things that matters most to me mm-hmm. is because my vision is is like we really value and uh, each other and mm-hmm. so we can do more together than apart and then the mission my mission is really about helping people see the truth of their unique value so you can mm-hmm. create a culture of honor mm-hmm. and have a greater impact in creating unified and purposeful community family tribe mm-hmm. so one of my favorite things is when i do couples and they come in messy when i get on they're like on the verge of the divorce. There's a few that are so proactive in really knowing that they can create this amazing relationship. So they'll come in just to like really understand how, Mm -hmm. but most of the clients I get are literally on the verge of divorce. And so um, what what is the best, probably the best thing that I see is that they just get this deep understanding of what he, what they value the most what mm-hmm. matters to them in mm-hmm. life the most and then this really incredible place of pain that has that has really been with them that keeps them from having that mm-hmm. so when they can understand what they value the most they begin to value themselves
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they begin to like go oh my god that's actually possible and that's actually what i want but the thing that i love the most is when the other spouse gets it mm-hmm. when the other spouse sits there <laughs> Some of you cry <laughs> I knew there was going to be crying in this <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> um, it's just uh, within two or three sessions. It's just amazing how it's amazing how how easy it is to get so beaten down in this world. It's mm-hmm. such a some, can be such a hard, challenging world, and then you put on top of it having to learn how to do relationships and be vulnerable mm-hmm. and intimate with these with this partner who's supposed to be your life partner. It's just. It just touched my heart when, when they actually get to see who each other is and what matters most to them, and then begin to honor and value that because most of the time it just forgot. Yeah that's the most amazing thing. It's like, I can tell them, Hey, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go back and remember why you married this person. Well, they couldn't do that for the, nothing when they first come in. But by the time we're, we're honestly, it's about a five, succession mm-hmm. um, workshop. But by the time we're the third session, they're like madly in love again. And, oh my God, I get it. I didn't know why you did that. I didn't know why you showed up like that. I didn't know that mattered to you. And they're and so that's probably my greatest, um, that's where I love what I love doing the most and teams, managements. We, I go into like teams and it is amazing how owners don't understand that what matters most to them and the culture they're creating. Mm-hmm. They don't, it just amazes me how they don't get that that shifts and changes everything about who they hire. And so it, it can shift quickly to go, I had no idea that that's why these people work for me. I had no idea that that's what mattered most to them. So I love doing, doing the te- the teams, uh, the management teams and owners and see how it sh- how I can like overnight shift a-, a company in the way they do business and why they do business the way they do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'll ask you. I love it. it. All your answers are around team and tribe. Well, that's because that's <laughs> what I carry. Just in case you want to know. Um, I think for me, I mean, I came into your workshop going, missing something like i'm so super close like i think i'm close yeah and i've done the way i work with different people and in different ways but i'm just missing something Mm. And for me, it was helping people with the goal stuff. Yeah. And you and I sat down a couple of weeks ago and we went down through your goal stuff. And you're like, you're just lit up. And I am lit up. Yeah. So that's what that's what how we're kind of changing things in our business to be more goal oriented. Yeah. Because it's been built in and it's been something that I've been wanting to do with my clients. Mm-hmm. But really, you know, building that in as the main focus. Yeah. Um, has not been what I've been
1: doing. Yeah. But that's what lights me up. So can I ask you a vulnerable question? I don't know. Could we get vulnerable in here?
0: <laughs> I knew Nora was going to start We're going to get okay, real up in here.
1: <laughs> so where's your, what was your greatest place of pain that, like, I because I see how clearly that's what you do for business owners, mm-hmm. that literally,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I have not found a CPA that has done that yet, yes. that really wants to understand what's the goals, what do you want in life, mm-hmm. how, and how do we get there with, mm-hmm. with the numbers? How do we get there? Mm-hmm. How, what, what was your greatest place of pain that... That really has made you want that for other people and yourself the most.
0: Um, I think my greatest place of pain. See, I knew you were going to start interviewing me. Mm. <laughs> I was like doing your questions. So I'm like Nora's going to start interviewing me, and there's going to be crying. Um, my greatest place, place of pain really comes from my parents' divorce. Ah. So that 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 was my greatest place of pain, and just not understanding where we're going. and yeah. you know, like blowing up, you know, the trajectory of a family. Yeah. So I think that was it. Like there was no. Like it was okay. Well, now we've got separate goals and separate families and separate.
1: So why was that your greatest place of pain?
0: Um, I think just because it felt um it felt like um there was no control or, you know, I think or capability to have control over what was happening.
1: A hope for tomorrow. A
0: hope for tomorrow. What you really,
1: really wanted in life kinda of disappeared before your eyes.
0: Yeah, well, I think it just was kind of dissipated Mm -hmm. into two different families with Mm -hmm. two different culture sets. And like, it was just for me as a reformer, as an Enneagram one, that was really hard. Yeah. So, or, and I think I was actually just reading that. We're just going to completely go off topic here. That your Enneagram comes from whatever your trauma is.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you can, I can almost type somebody like we do the high low of like, what was the high point mm -hmm. in your life that had the greatest impact? What Mm -hmm. was your high point that had the greatest impact?
0: I don't remember what my high point was. I have to go back
1: and look. Well, just tell me now. I don't
0: think I... That was... Those are the hard ones for
1: me.
2: The high so, point ones.
1: So, so if you look at like my high point was uh-huh. being able to do these mission trips with my daughter when she was in junior high and oh. high school. Uh-huh. And if you look at the why, it was because uh-huh. I got to like put these creative, innovative
2: uh-huh.
1: trips together with the people I love the most
2: uh-huh.
1: and make a significant difference in their life. Yeah. Well, my low was when I was nine years old and, and one of eight, second loss of eight children, and my mom and dad decided to bring a foster brother in, and I had a hard time being seen or heard with being the second of the last eight children. And he comes in, and I literally disappeared. Mm-hmm. So your high, our high low really mm-hmm. frames what matters most to us, and then what we actually, what, the passion we have to do it for other people. And so, like to be able to see and hear people at the level I do, I've been told for years that they can't believe how. Well, I I can remember them or see them at the level that I do. Mm -hmm. But I would say the same for you is like, you have this passion to go. I know what it feels like. to be out of control Mm -hmm. to not know. You, you, you apply to numbers right now, now, but it's life in general for you. Like it's, it's, you're still living from that place of pain and blessing. Right. And so that's what I love about you and why I hired her, by the way, for my CBA <laughs> immediately. was because you really care about what's important to you. Where are you going? Yeah, where are you going? Why are you going? There? Why are you going? Yeah, what does this look well, like Right. And you? And uh, the minute I got a little out of control with, um, I so don't know my numbers, you weren't moved by that at all. Hmm. You're like, we're going to get these numbers in control so you can actually live the life you want. Yeah, we'll just
0: add in, like, all we have to do is take, and I just did this the other day with one of my clients, all I have to do is take what you want. And put some numbers on it mm-hmm. and then extrapolate how we're going to get to there. Yeah. Like it's pretty straight. Uh, I don't know about way. you guys, but
1: I don't know any CPAs like that. <laughs> like they sit down with me and I fall asleep within the first five minutes. <laughs> so when she goes, hey, Nora, let's, let's work backwards and let's start from your why and where are you going and what's your vision and let's work backward the numbers backwards. And I'm like, well, I've never heard that before, but I'm in. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So that you see the power of really framing your business around that. And so fun. And that's my favorite part is just going like, once people know, understand why why it matters to them, Mm -hmm. like you, you're the one that can look at me and go, I know what it feels like to be out of control and not know what the future holds. Mm -hmm. I believe you. Yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, totally. You
1: have the experience. Totally. I'm going like I, we all
0: feel that. Yeah. I
1: think. So yeah, thank you for doing what you do. You're totally mm-hmm. welcome.
0: Okay. Now we're gonna continue to interview you.
1: <laughs> all about me. I'm good. See how comfortable I am about letting to be about me now. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> God, I get. I'm good. Um, so so what are the easiest ways for people to get plugged in to um, um sorry. So what is the easiest way for a person or organization to get started on this work?
1: Good question. Um we have a couple different ways that uh, we've created to really give mm-hmm. entry points and, mm-hmm. and it's a little bit like a funnel. So we have coffee and combos once a month mm-hmm. and that's just where people that live life on purpose and want to be in purposeful community mm-hmm. come and have coffee uh, the first Thursday of every, every month. So we do that downtown in Denver, in Denver, mm-hmm. just be kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do that. And then once a month we do power of your purpose. It's open to anybody and everybody. And it's a 90 minute facilitated kind of thing. we like, we just did, we get, understand, uh, an overview of your general purpose, Mm -hmm. um, how that applies to your business. And then we really talk from that place of what are your clients buying from you or your employee paying you for that you don't even know you're selling. Like, what is that place that, uh, from your, that overall purpose that creates the revenue Mm -hmm. And then lastly, what's stopping you Mm -hmm. like that's in that too. So we do 90 minutes of, of how do you increase revenue? Who, what's your purpose and what's going to stop you from walking in the fullness of that. So we do that once a month, but we also do that. We come to your team. Mm -hmm. So we do a free 90 minute facilitated that process. Um, If you want to bring us into your team uh, brokerage, um, whatever and your insurance uh, agents and you want to bring us in and just do an overall. So they get that understanding. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we also have the ability to do that. So that's one of the key places to kind of really get a good taste uh, of this work. And then we have a eight week workshop coming up Excellent. that, um, we used to do on the weekends, but we've decided there's so much that's crammed into a weekend. Yes. That, as you know, it's was the roughest weekend of my <laughs> life.
0: I I like (laughs) really, literally cried for two days. I
1: was like, I'm out. I'm out. (laughs) She was good though. She was so good. It was so good. It's so good. good. And so we kind of took it out for an eight week thing because we've just really gone. We want to build community within it. Mm -hmm. And these people get so close within two days Mm -hmm. that we're like, you know, let's give them some time to like breathe this work in Mm -hmm. and let's give them some time to like create these really authentic communities that a lot of my communities in the hospitality and commercial real estate industry are still going 20 years later. That's crazy. And so, uh, we do that eight week, uh, works uh, the, the workshops starting in, uh, March. Okay. Uh, so we have that available as well. So okay. those are the three kind of places that people can plug in.
0: Sure. But only in Denver. So what's next?
1: Uh, only in Denver. Yeah. So we have online options too. So we okay. do a lot of our private coaching. I do private coaching. I've got uh, several facilitators that also do private oh, coaching. Good. Yeah. So we do zoom. We mm-hmm. do zoom all the time. That's my um, yeah, you know, that they could, the, the coaching is really easy to do online. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll be, uh, launching online again here. We've done a lot online workshops and community. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not, we don't have one of those scheduled right now, but we do those as well, awesome. but yeah. So private sessions are another, another option. Awesome. Awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so before I ask my last question, what is the easiest way
1: for people to find you? Uh, RevenueTribe.com um, is our website. And, um, or they you can ask Jamie.
0: Yeah, or I'll just, yeah. Send me an email. I'll hook you in. Um, but For, I'll put all the links down in the yeah, description.
1: Box. Yeah, yeah. Or or just reach out to me. I can. Um, the I I offer a twenty minute free consultation. Okay. Just to see where so are place. you. You yeah. know what? Just kind of over the phone. Just mm-hmm. where are you? Mm-hmm. How? What do you? Where? Are, what do you need right now? And how can we best serve you? Okay. So we do those as well. Okay. Um, I'll we'll send really... people a link to. Great. She's going to send you a link.
0: Yeah. We'll put it in the. Yeah. We'll it's, really, in the it's really. It's really easy in
1: 20 minutes to understand what's stopping most people and what they want and how That's to That's amazing
0: there. work. Like 20 minutes. You're like, let's just. Yeah. Suss it out. You need yeah. to teach me how to I'm do that. I'm pretty good at that. You need to teach me how to do that. Yeah. Um, so. So final question. What if I can see it? I can't see it. Whole thing. <laughs> what is the one thing people and business owners need to understand, um, in your opinion, to move themselves forward? Like, what is that one little key piece that most people are missing?
1: I think with that question is like what matters most to them and what's stopping them from accomplishing that. Like really, um, the millennial generation today does not want to work for somebody that doesn't know why they do what they do. That's so true. They, they just don't. And we shouldn't either.
0: Neither neither does most of us. No. So we go about life
1: (laughs) and not understanding why we do what we do, what matters to us, Mm -hmm. why it matters to us. Mm -hmm. Um, we can't even hear our own voice. And so, I, I would say as as a business owner, had I had that understanding of the, of the greatest place of blessing and the greatest place of pain mm-hmm. and how both of those informed my greatest place of contribution to the world around me would be the place that I would find the greatest joy um, and the greatest abundance, the place of abundance and increase in revenue,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it would have changed everything. Thank God I found it seven years ago. You know, I still have an You've opportunity, got plenty of time. but I wouldn't have the brilliant facilitators that are working with me today that we share life together, not mm-hmm. just work. And they're awesome. They're amazing. I wouldn't have a tribe that follows us and comes to coffee and combos, and that supports us and promotes us, and it. I, I just and I wouldn't have a daughter mm-hmm. who is um, brilliant at this at, at work. She she has her own company. and She helps people millennials be on purpose, and she's committed and challenging this this age group to like really step into that so it's uh, the the what matters most to you is it's you're valued and you have a gift it's creating meaning yeah around all of us yeah I love it yeah thank you for coming you, thanks for having me I, I really it. enjoyed it Yay! you're really good at this a CPA is <laughs> doing an entertaining <laughs> video That's a, I just I'm I'm thrilled I love you thanks Jamie thank you for I coming. appreciate it you're welcome okay
0: Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast to be inspiring, helpful, and entertaining, please like and subscribe. This helps us grow the community and reach more people. If you're interested in learning more about this episode's guest or accessing any of the books or other resources mentioned in this episode, be sure to check out the description box below. Until next time, be abundant.